Welcome to the Curiously Wise podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Wittig. This podcast is all about women supporting women, mind, body, and spirit. It's a place where we will honor, celebrate, and share women's natural and experiential wisdom through curiosity-provoking conversations, shared stories, and tips we've all gathered along this journey. I invite you to join in the fun as we uncover the unique wisdom we each carry within us. Ready? Let's get curious. Hello and welcome to Curiously Wise. I'm so grateful that you've joined us here today. I have a wonderful guest in store for us, a person I love to have conversation with. We get together and have a hard time stopping our conversation. So I know this is going to be fun. I want to introduce Anna Bennett. Anna is a wonderful and magical person in my life. And I know we're going to have a great conversation. She is the owner and the wellness specialist at Therapeutic Massage of Williamsburg here in Williamsburg, Virginia. She is just an amazing energy. She's always upbeat and happy and it's lovely. I just adore being in her energy. I know we're going to have a good time talking today. So a little bit about Anna. She specializes in helping women who are struggling with injuries, chronic pain, autoimmune, or who are simply wiped out. She provides a full body, positive, nurturing, and holistic space and a beautiful, charming little studio she has where you can completely untangle your angst. And I love this. She says her superpower is helping women repair old injuries that they may once again soar. She is a talented and intuitive wellness specialist with a really big heart. And I'm so happy to welcome you here with me today, Anna. Oh, thank you. I'm super excited to be here. I was just giggling a little bit because my business, as you know, used to be the Inspire Studio and <laughs> I changed the business name to make it more simple. And yet it's about 10 miles long. So anybody <laughs> that finds me <laughs> needs to be able to spell. It is a therapeutic massage in Williamsburg, all one big line that goes about five miles. But yeah, super happy to be here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Let's just dive in. For years, you have been a yoga instructor, a massage therapist. You have this fabulous yoga class that you have dubbed Yotai, which is Anna's lovely combination. She invented it herself. So it's hers, but it's- Thanks. didn't it's invent a, yoga or Thai massage, but right, I did just figure out a way to marry the two together, get these exactly. two great kids together. <laughs> And it's a beautiful class. I've taken it for years and found my flexibility changed for the positive so fast taking the, the Yotai class that she had. And I'm going to get her to talk a little bit more about that later, but that's my favorite part of what she does, even though I also love her massages and especially her Thai mobility massages. So another, another wonderful way she's brought lots of different aspects of what she does and, and her background into what she's bringing to people. But recently you've changed the focus of your intention for your business and renamed it as you've already mentioned. And so I'm really curious about that because I know over the last couple of years where we've all been, you know, at home, <laughs> a lot, we've, we've rethought our businesses and we've rethought who we want to focus on and, and not just our businesses, but in our lives too. So I'm really interested in what inspired you during this quiet time to change the focus of what you're doing. It appears to me that it's not a change so much in what you do, but in how you bring it to your client and who the focus client is. 
So you may not know this about me, but I actually started out as an artist. I was an art major in college and really saw myself going into graphic design and art. And interestingly, I spent a lot of time being drawn to anatomy and just so my sketches were of the human body. And that's how I sort of trained myself to learn how to draw. And from there, you know, we're born with multiple, I guess, proclivities. And and Mm -hmm. I was always so interested in medicine. And so I ended up transitioning from that into wellness. And so that's my education and my background. But my intention for the Inspire Studio was to create a blend of multiple different wellness tools. And part of that was, you know, I have a background in fitness training. So it was really funny with my clients. I give them the option that if you ever felt really lazy, you know, don't skip your appointment, come on in and, you know, we'll just do a massage for that day. And like a hundred percent of my clients three years later had switched from fitness training into massage. And I found that I just absolutely loved it. So that's how I've kind of evolved from, I guess, throwing a bunch of traditional tools at people into tapping into my former artist and coming into the, you know, the art of creating wellness for people through the body work that I do. So, you know, the person that I'm, I have the most success with and have the most beautiful relationships with and see the most healing with are women at midlife and trying to untangle the stories that they've accumulated in their their bodies. I know that's something that you do too. You're trying to Mm -hmm. unravel pain and the stories that we've wrapped up and, uh, you know, to allow people to find their vibrance and to soar again. Like I said, in my bio, I I think what good is a body if you can't do something with it, if you can't create beautiful memories and and really just create with it. I I think the highest vibration is the vibration of creation. And, and so that's how, you know, my name has just changed just to help tell people what I do. The Inspire Studio was a beautiful name, but no one knew what I did. (laughs) <laughs> so I've crafted it to be 10 miles long, but very specific. <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful. And I, I just want to say that during one of the hardest parts of my life, which was the last few years of my mom's life, yeah. Anna was such a beautiful, safe place for me. The studio was, I remember I came in one time, I don't remember what had happened, but I was just a wreck. And she said, just just lie on the mat while we have class. If you feel like moving, move, but otherwise just cry, just let it out, just relax. And it was exactly the right thing that I needed, exactly the right thing that I needed. So she's very intuitive and I love How that. How often do we honor that? You know, have you ever read any of Richard Moore's books? I um, haven't, but my favorite aunt is constantly saying, you need to read Richard Rohr. So there's a midlife crisis that we can go through where there's a midlife passage that we can take. I think the male journey and the female journey can be different, but the same in a lot of ways. But the 50s and beyond, you know, you take the 50s, many of us are dealing with sick parents or we're dealing with, you know, launching our children or we, we, each decade has its unique things. And I think the 50s and beyond each decade has its things that it, it brings that we need resilience now more than ever. And I had all of these old ideas from my fitness training and from my, my yoga training. You started all of those things with a very, I don't know, a very checkbox type of perspective where, where you want to go in and you, uh, it's about accomplishment rather than being, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So anyway, Mm -hmm. the thing that I think is so powerful about 
the fifties and what, what you're describing there with just lying on the mat and just being is, you know, fifties are a time to drop things and drop what doesn't serve you. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and the only way we can do that is to stop and tap into it. And, and so that's something I've become very passionate about as I've moved into my fifties is releasing things rather than trying to gather more and be more of something, figure yes. out what's not working anymore and drop it. Yeah, that's so true. I hadn't really thought of the fifties in that vein. I'm almost 62 now in just a few days, but the fifties were a very transformative time in my life. And that's when I was really working with you was during that decade of my life. I think that's when I found you. And it was so helpful to have your gentle guidance and intuitive understanding of what I may have needed in any given day. But also you had built that beautiful community in your Yotai class where we became friends. We checked in on each other, you know, when classes started and and hung out to hug and talk at the end. So that was a really beautiful part for me of being in my fifties was to find a group of women that were just amazing. And most of them have become friends. You know what I love to really quick, I have to share this with you. I was sifting through my old iPad photos and I found one of you and I at this talk that I had given. Do you remember that talk that we did had a chef come in and do a talk for the yes. studio. Oh yeah. 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 I have a picture of you and you, you are beautiful. You are always, you know, I just think you're glorious, but you're like three times more beautiful now. <laughs> I you agree. I think? Like I you're agree. just, if you, I'll show you this picture, but you're just beautiful then, but you're beautiful now. And I find it so exciting that we can get better. You know, it's really funny because in November, I went on an all women's hiking trip in Sedona with a good friend of mine. And the pictures from there are my very favorite pictures of me ever. And I was shocked because I'm, you know, I'm 62. I'm, I'm, I'm aging. I'm aging. Well, I will admit that. (laughs) What did, what did that mean to you? Right. Being, uh, what did that mean to you 20 years ago? If, If someone had said, Hey, what's 62? What do you think of 62? Like, oh, what would yeah. that meant? That was getting past my prime and, and not feeling good, probably having the illnesses. End. Yeah. <laughs> and, and now it's like, heck no, I got, I, I I'm planning for another 40 years, at least, you know, it's yeah. like, I, I'm in and more vibrant and, yeah. than ever. Yeah. Yeah. So aging is wonderful. And it's, I mean, menopause was hard. But that's not for everybody, but it was for me. But but aging actually, yeah, there's something really empowering about passing through that passage of 50s where you are, you're letting go of things. Your children are launching and and you're being you're being more aware of what you need and what you want and less attached to, to things, I think. Not everybody, obviously, but I certainly was. I mean, I cannot tell you how much stuff I've pulled out of this house in the last two years. Cause I just, you know, I don't want it around. I don't want all the, the clutter anymore. You wouldn't know it to look behind me, but this is my fun stuff. <laughs> that's a thing um, too. That is a real mm-hmm. thing you're talking about. I've noticed that too, you know, being the artist that I was telling you that I actually am at heart. I've seen um, your paintings once. So yes, oh, you're a very good artist. I was at well, thank house you. <laughs> I, just, I just enjoy it. You know, it comes yeah. out of me. I'm not the best in the world, but I, I love mm-hmm. it. I, I used to be scattered. And something happened, something clicked and turned on for me. When I hit the 50 mark, I started really 
decluttering my house and getting really organized and much more methodical. And maybe I don't know someone like you who might have been very methodical the entire time might have cut loose and relaxed. Like that was something that you had really expressed to me that this was a time for you to really come out of your stuck places and, and be yourself and be authentic. And, you know, for me, it's kind of been a different version of that. It's been, I'm I'm coming out and cinching up and it feels great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Another fantastic thing about this time of life that I think it's overlooked. We really come into ourselves and yes. Well, and one of the things that I think is missing from us culturally is sort of a guide through that time period. And, you know, I wish, I still wish my grandmother was alive. She's been gone a long time now because I have questions that I never thought to ask her, you know, when I was 20, it's part of why I'm, I I love this idea of having these conversations on Curiously Wise is because I learned so much from other women who are going through the same periods of life I am and sharing with women who are maybe a little behind me in their periods of life. And I can share the wisdom that I gained from that. And it's, it's such a beautiful bonding and community and service. It feels like service to be able to pass along what I've learned to others coming behind because it's, it's a validation for them. You're not the only one. And, and you do that a lot with the work that you do as well. So it's a lovely thing about this part of life. Yeah. I love it. It's, I mean, it's so excited to have met you through the Yotai thing that I do, but you know, I was involved with your wise women circle for a while and I thought that was so powerfully needed. I mean, and obviously you're, I think you're going to launch to the stars soon, just because, (laughs) you know, what, not only do you have something that people really need, but you've got, you know, a charismatic fire that I think is going to really take off well, but yeah, there's something about being able to receive that information too, that is wonderful about this Mm -hmm. time of life. I don't know if I could have received the wisdom at 20. Or 30, maybe I could. I don't know. It would have been nice, but no, probably but not. I'm sure <laughs> now because I'm so open yeah. to that. And um, and I love that I'm looking ahead of me and with my clients that come to see me. I mean, I have vibrant, beautiful people in their 70s and 80s mm-hmm. that are not mm-hmm. at all living the lives that I would have perceived. I don't know if you know this, but you do you ever watch the Golden Girls? I used to when they were yeah. on, you know, before. Yeah. A million years ago, right? Well, yeah. You know, the, the, the age of the characters is 50. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the average age of Betty White, I think Blanche's character or Bla- Betty White's character, they were playing 54 and 55 year olds. Oh my and, word. And so it really, it has changed. I mean, obviously yeah. styles have changed a little bit, but what I'm seeing is the, the average 70 year old that I have coming to see me. And, you know, granted the people that take time to do therapeutic massage are the ones that care about self-care. But they're living, they're living the life of a, a healthy 50 year old or 20 years behind, like everybody's yeah. 20 years younger. And I just think that's so exciting. Like, what are you capable of creating at 70 and at 80 when, you know, I don't know, 30 years ago, you were just done at 65, you retired. And five years later, you were, you know, pushing up daisies. Yeah. And now it's yeah. like a whole second half of life. Truly. That it really is be your best act. And I think there's a, a lot of creativity that blossoms when you don't have the the things that you're involved with in earlier life. You know, you're building a career, you're, you're growing a family, whatever it is. And that takes your, your center of focus in your life. Well, I mean, my kids are 
33, 32, <laughs> I lose track now and 29, <laughs> they are launched. They have their own lives. They are self-sufficient. I love seeing them and, and I of course keep up with them, but I don't have the day-to-day responsibility of keeping them alive you know, kind right. of thing and helping them the thrive anymore. Right. Right. So I think that there's been a lot of opportunity. I know for me, and I think it's, it's similar for you in those fifties to step back a little bit and go, okay, I have been so busy doing for everybody else. What do I need to do for myself? And the first thing I had to do was get myself healed, get myself healthy, physically, mentally, and spiritually. I mean, it t- and it's taken a village to get me there, but well, that also lit that fire there, too. Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah. But it lit a fire in me that I want to be able to help others do that too. And I think that's a fire you share. And- oh, definitely. There's nothing more rewarding in my opinion. There's just nothing, no, no greater calling, I think, than to participate in someone else's healing. And I don't, I don't have any pretenses that I step in and heal somebody. I, I think what I do is just create the space for them to plug into their own power source. Well, there's that. I will say the, the, the body part of the work that you do is very much you. I've had massages with Anna. I have, you know, sort of on the table massages and I've had the, the time mobility massages, which, oh my God, my favorites. And I've done the Yotai work with you. And in all three of those modalities, you were physically working with the body. And I think the thing I love the most about it is I'm not, I get to lie there and just let you love on me. You You stretch me and, and so it, it sort of serves a couple of purposes for me. And I think probably for anybody who works with you, one, you have a magic touch. It is, it is gentle when it needs to be. It's firm when it needs to be. You're very intuitive with how the body is, is in that moment. And you're also so well educated in the, the physiology of the body that if I can go, yeah, my shoulder's working here. She's going, yeah, it's really back here. That's the problem. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, and taking so, that another layer, which I'm sure this is where you and I kind of meet in the middle with our work. I mean, nothing works in isolation when you're dealing right. with the body mechanically, you don't move an arm and expect it not to affect other areas of the body. You know, I have a true belief that we are energetic beings we're sound and water at our fundamental yes. levels. And by the time you've hit, well, I mean, some people hit it much earlier, but by the time we're 50, we've, most of us have accumulated some kind of trauma of some kind. Yes. And we truly store that in the body. And you hear this paradigm in, in yoga, it's a mind body connection. I really believe they're exactly the same thing. It's just, they're not different. It's, it's mm-hmm. like saying your, your left arm is different from your right. It's not, it's one body. And so when mm-hmm. I'm doing that, the osteopathic tie that I do, it's more than just stretching. That's obviously a really pleasant part of it, but mm-hmm. we're moving things along that could have been stuck there for yes. decades. You know, we, yes. I literally, this is going to sound a little woo woo, but Hey, you know, literally yeah. will unearth memories in people's legs and arms and heart and fingers and they'll process through that while we're doing the work together so it's very exciting in the same way that i know that yours is very fulfilling and rewarding and that it's not just getting a toolbox and going and fixing a broken wheel it's a magnificent vehicle that we're in it's it's absolutely unfathomably complicated and beautiful and self-repairing 
And, you know, I'm so privileged to, you know, be able to participate in that with the person who is experiencing it. Yeah. And, you know, you are very talented. I have been to other go people on. do massage. Come on. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, on. I've been to other people who do massage and yoga and you just bring a grace to it oh. that I don't think is always present because oh, there you. are some people who just are going through the, you know, the, the checkbox kind of stuff, but I love that, that, yeah, it's it a very gentle. It does. Doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it, really it does. does. That's, that's an easy, that's an easy joy to bring to the table, literally. And yes, I, I absolutely love my work. I'm grateful every day for it. As are those of us who receive it. So, <laughs> so I think we've talked a lot about wisdom already, but I, I wanted to very specifically ask you, is there any particular wisdom that you have gained or strengthened through this process of the last couple of years? And just, yeah, let's just leave it at that. I'm somebody who took a long road to get to this craft and I'm grateful for every step of it because I picked up skills that I've been able to integrate that may seem like they have nothing to do with this, but they've actually turned out to be powerful additives to what I do. Mm -hmm. But it took me a long time to find my happy place with work that I love. I did a lot of things that I didn't love. And so the wisdom that I, I think I'm I, you know, I'm embodying right now is, is when you find your passion and you really plug into that and, and connect to that, it's a whole new level. It's a whole mm -hmm. new level to exist on, not only for yourself, but just the tribe that you gather around you, the people. I mean, I'm so grateful to have, you know, connected with you. You were, mm -hmm. you know, just a soulmate. And I'm, I'm blessed to say that about other people in the practice that I've built and the people that I've found myself newly vibrating to new, newly attracting. Mm -hmm. They're all people that are aligned with living in a certain space that is beautiful. So that's the wisdom that, that I've really picked up. If that makes any sense is, yeah. no, it does. is connecting to what authentically lights me up and, and how that has actually just brought more of that into my life. It's amazing how that happens, isn't it? It's like it you, is. you magnetize yourself for things that are going to support I love that. Whatever word. that is. Magnetizing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's like they, I, I'm experiencing that with the podcasting and I'm just getting great people and great information and so much support in learning this process because it's a process. Yeah. And, and it's because I'm like, oh, I'm so excited about it. So right. um, it definitely brings more of whatever you need to you when you get, when you find that passion. Well, and that intention yeah. is so, to me, that intention has been so, so curious and so inspiring that, you know, I wanted to work in a different area with that too. Like I, I'm, I'm wrapping up a hypnotherapy course soon and which is not what it sounds like for those listening that think that's just staring at a watch. It's not, it's creating a very <laughs> focused state of intention so that the body can bring to it what it, the healing that it needs, or it can bring what you want in your life rather than just having that happen randomly. I love how it just exponentially builds on new tools and new opportunities to help people live the way they choose intentionally rather than yeah. just bouncing and getting things that. you don't want. So that that's more about what my practice has evolved into less yeah. getting muscle tension and neck knots out and more feeling like this person is fully supported with health from a holistic angle. Yeah. I love that living intentionally. Yeah. It's, Isn't it nice? A, yeah. And it's such a gift when you can wrap your head around that and, and act on it. Cause we, I think we get, you know, sort of 
corralled into certain ways of being. And, and that's probably part of the fifties too. It's like, finally I can stop and go, okay. Well, yeah, you can reverse engineer. Like what mm -hmm. a concept. Mm -hmm. I wish I'd known that when I was 20 or 30, that you, you start with the life you want and you work backwards to create that rather than hoping that that's going to happen to you. That's okay. That's brilliant. That's a brilliant piece of wisdom. I gotta, gotta share that with my kids. <laughs> that's a major thing that's changed for me at 50 yeah. is instead of, okay, I've got to do these things and check these boxes. How do I want to live now? What's my ideal day now? What's my ideal person? What, what, what work lights me up and then figure out how to make that happen. I mean, it's boiled down to the nuts and bolts of, I want to work Monday through Thursday. Well, we're all at one work on Fridays, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, I'll never go back. And 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 that helps me to show up better for people. Because, yeah. You know, I've I've got the energy that I need and the you know the enthusiasm. So anyway, long as I can go yeah. down that bunny hole, but no, uh, that's 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 brilliant. the whole point that. of what you and I are both trying to create in our practices is is very intentional living, and so that we can get out of the way of what the body needs to do to heal itself, so we can use it as a vehicle to get intentional living. Right. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I'm going to, I'm going to come back and pull that out of the transcript. So I put it on my bulletin board, look at it every day. I love that. Okay. Needle um, that, Lauren. I, yeah. <laughs> I'll let my daughter do that. She's really good at that. There you go. I don't have the vision for needle point anymore. <laughs> I don't have the figure for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So I am going to ask you what your plans are for Yotai because I, it, it, had to go on hiatus for most of the last two years. And sure. I know that, you know, you've got different focus now, but I have to ask, cause it's my very favorite class I've ever taken. <laughs> oh, well, for those of you who are listening and have no idea what we're talking about, Yotai <laughs> is a class that is a fusion of gentle yoga and complete head to toe Thai massage with a component at the end. And this has always been my beef about traditional yoga classes in the West. We focus on the physical aspect, you know, stretching, and we maybe say a couple ohms if you're in that kind of class, and then you're done. You go get your towel and take a shower. Really, what the intention of yoga and preparation of the body is, is for you to sit and meditate. I mean, that's what you're working up to is so you can spend more time in complete silence and, and still so that the good stuff can really unfold. And none of us get there in the Western classes. So long story short, <laughs> Yotai brings you the preparation for the body, but also allows time for you to integrate that into silence, which is where the magic happens. And it's also a way that I would like to develop a teaching protocol to allow other massage therapists or teachers to work on multiple people at one time systematically. So I'm very excited. One of the reasons that I'm no longer working Fridays at present is so that I can develop that and, and bring that to more of a mass scale so people can get trained. So yeah, that's my plans for Yotai right now. And of course I plan to bring it back. That's probably what I'll jump <laughs> into Fridays doing first. <laughs> mm -hmm. Once I yeah, have well, figured out. I know that there's at least a class full of people who are ready to go. And it's a small class too. It's a maximum of six. So it, it brings some intimacy to the group too. And it's just, yeah, I love it. I love it. I can't wait for it to come back. Yeah. Well, good. I can't wait for you to be the first one in the door. I will. I, you just put me down already and let me know when it starts up and I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> All right. I got a few quick questions for you. So I just want top of the head. Don't think about it too hard. Just 
answer quick and we'll see where this goes. So who is or was the wisest person in your life? My mother. Okay. Is there a nugget of her wisdom that you want to share with us? You know, I've learned probably more what not to do from my mother than (laughs) what to do. And and that's a powerful lesson. And I don't mean that as any kind of, you know, I'm not knocking my mom. My mom is Mm -hmm. me and I am her, but she's passed powerful wisdom from mistakes that she's made when she was my age or younger. And, and I'm in a very receptive state now that now I listen. And, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, that, that relationship is one I'm, I'm blessed. I talk to her every day, a few times a day, oh, and, and nice. I feel completely blessed to have that seasoned wisdom that she brings to me. Sorry, I'm rambling no, off into the sunset. No, no, it's not a lovely. single nugget that I have to offer. It's a relationship. It's a support. It's a, it's something that I can lean into and and just know that this person loves me unconditionally it's unconditional love mm. and there is real wisdom in that so yeah. that's okay. that's my rock excellent all right so what's your favorite self-care practice oh <laughs> well goodness i'm kind of practicing massive self-care right now by reorganizing my business to target the people that I can help. I mean, I have miracle stories with certain clients and, you know, I've restructured and reverse engineered my life based on how I want it ultimately to be. And so that is the ultimate self-care practice that Mm -hmm. I'm in the throes of right now. It feels wonderful. I recommend everyone do that. Figure out what you (laughs) want, create your intention and work backwards. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lovely. Okay. And what lights you up when you're feeling down? I'm going to end on a real woo-woo note. Are you okay with that? Are, who are you talking to? There? I know that was, that was a joke. <laughs> yeah. And this could probably end up being another, you know, 400 hour podcast. But I, when I was younger, I had an experience, not like a near death experience, but just a very profound experience of being more than the body. I absolutely knew without a doubt that I was more than this body. I experienced separation from it and and have many times in my life since numerous times. And I think for me, that has always been an incredible undercurrent of solidity to, is that the right word? It's, it's been just a rock to have this knowledge that whatever I'm experiencing that's difficult or traumatic is what the body is experiencing. And I am not the body. And I, I know that it's not a belief or a faith, but it's a knowledge and an experience that is again and again reinforced. And uh, which is another thing that, you know, uh, when we're talking about building our tribe and our practice, the people that I connect with the most are the ones that also know that. Mm -hmm. And I think you know that too in your work, that the physical body is just a vehicle that we're in. It's an incredible vehicle and you need to take it very seriously, but we drop it. It expires like everything. And I think a great part of my work is every day is to live in a kind of appreciation for it, but also a respectful detachment. Lovely. All right. And one, one last one, do you have a favorite mantra or affirmation? Yes, I do. But by the way, did I answer that question? (laughs) I think so. Okay, just it's what, it's what supports you when you're feeling down. You just tap back into that okay. that knowledge. That I did answer that question. All you right, just making sure it's really <laughs> funny. Sometimes I feel so passionate that I completely forgot what you 
what you asked. <laughs> so what was the next question? <laughs> Do you have a favorite mantra or affirmation? Oh, you know, I was looking over the, uh, is it the uh, Oppo? Oppo? Oh, I, Oppo? Yeah, I can oh, never remember I how never all of that goes. It, but yeah. it's the, you know, thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. It's a, you know, Hawaiian mantra. I think it's just beautiful. It's four phrases yeah. that pretty, pretty much sum up how we need to practice self-love and self-care. And that always ends up healing others when you heal yourself first. Mm -hmm. And so oh, that's yes. my... That's my favorite mantra. I love that one. Yeah, that's a good one. I think it's ho opo opo ono ono. It's <laughs> it's lovely and it's it, it's a, a super healing kind of mantra to opo, use. I hate that I can't pronounce that right. I'm going to end your I podcast. I know. It's really profound, deep <laughs> note and mispronounce. I'll, I'll have to put a link. Mantra. That's I'll put a link in the course. show notes about about what the proper name is and where you can hey, find yeah. it online. Do that. <laughs> Because I love it, but I have the same thing. The Hawaiian language is beautiful. I was just out in Hawaii not a couple of weeks ago, and it's gorgeous, but it is all vowels. <laughs> you know, so it's like right. And it's you can pronounce it, but remembering the long. combos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. German's really fun that way too. You know, if you oh yes. A, I learned just enough German to, to understand that the what was it the teacher taught us that the the salesmen of color TVs was about this long word. One <laughs> word. similar to my web URL. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if you can pronounce it, you can probably find me. <laughs> which brings us to my next question, which I would just love you to repeat is where can our listeners find out more information about you and therapeutic massage of Williamsburg? Well, that's going to be really hard. Pay attention. Type in www.therapeuticmassageofwilliamsburg.com. And so I've just got my website up and of course it's hello at the same thing, therapeutic massage of Waynesburg. I wanted to keep it really simple so people know what I do, but that's the best way to get in touch with me. I've got my phone number listed everywhere. You can text or call me. It's on my, my website, but I, I work with a very small number of people intentionally because I like to be able to focus entirely on them and be able to take time afterwards to help support them with other things about the, their health that they're trying to improve. So that's how they can find me. I hope the right people do find me. Yes. I, yeah, I, we'll I set think, that intention. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's the, the intention is to help the person that I can help. And of course, if I feel like I can't help someone, I lovingly refer them to someone that I think can. Beautiful. I think we have come to the end of our conversation. Holy cow. I know. <laughs> I'm just now getting over my podcast jitters. But I want to just take a moment to thank you, Anna, for a fabulous conversation. I knew we would have fun. And I just okay. love the wisdom that has come out of this. And I want to thank our listeners for being here with us as well. I want to just end with a, a wish for you, an intention for you. From my heart to yours, I wish for you love, light, curiosity, and joy, and the courage to allow them into your life. I'm Lauren Whitting. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for joining us today on Curiously Wise. I hope you found a nugget of wisdom that resonates with you. Perhaps it brings comfort or strength or simply the peace that comes from knowing you aren't alone in your experience. Or perhaps it illuminates the wisdom already within you. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss future fabulous conversations. And if you had any ahas, 
please share them in a review on iTunes so we can continue to pay forward the unique wisdom we all have to bring into the world. If you want to know more about me and what I do as an intuitive energy healer, please head over to my website, www.heartlightjoy.com. I'm Lauren Wittig. Please join me again next week for another episode of Curiously Wise. From my heart to yours, may your life be filled with love, light, joy, and of course, curiosity. Curiosity.